Welcome to this episode of the Chalky Hands Podcast. Sometimes I hit that record button and I forget what to say, but it's welcome to the episode. So it's been a while uh, since I've made one of these, and when enough things pile up, I make a batch of them because it's content that people, it's information you can benefit from because so many people are having these same issues come up over and over. So let's let's do transformation. Let's do how to transform. So how to transform, how to make a physical transformation. So the the first part of this is most people come to see us because they want to look better and feel better. And who doesn't, right? Because the opposite of that, of, of being happy with how you look and feel, would be would be being unhappy with how you look and feel. And I find that most people are able to be unhappy with how they look and feel for years, actually. And they'll get reminders of it over and over. And, and eventually, they will try and take action. And whether that's the right action or it has enough follow-through or enough guidance for them um, or they have enough motivation, et cetera, et cetera, to follow through, depends on the circumstances of the person. But... It is great when somebody shows up that's ready to change and has the follow through because we know on our end, we're able to deliver the program that's going to to get them there. Um, and, you know, not everybody crushes 100 um, percent. Some people do the damn thing like to a T and they see amazing results. Some people are more 50 50 and so they get 50 50 results. Um, but at the core, I know that the program of what we're offering um, works incredibly well. And that's one of the reasons that. I love doing what I do because I get to help people who are serious about change, make change. Um, and so I know I said this was about physical transformation, but the first thing that has to happen is mental transformation. You've got to be ready to change and you've got to know what that looks like. It's got to be your lifestyle. It's not just a, a, a day, a week, a month, six weeks, six months, whatever. It's you, you've, you've got to know that you're doing this for the rest of your life. And so the things that you're doing have to make sense for that way. For example, like you know that you need to exercise, you know that you need to sleep enough, you know that you need to get enough general activity, aka walking. You know you got to eat vegetables, right? Those things are very obvious, um, but putting them in play every day is challenging, right? Especially if you're not used to doing those things, but they are essential. So once you've once you've made the mental switch that says, "Hey, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to make a change from where I'm at. I know where I want to go. I've got some guidance." Well. Or, or you don't have some guidance, well, here's what you need to do. So I want you to keep this really simple. And I want to think about this more from the athletic side of things. Um, it is your job to build and protect muscle. That's it. It's your job to build and protect muscle. Now, what does this mean? Well, this means that you have to stimulate muscle by lifting weights or using your own body weight, but it's really that external load of a weight that's going to give your body the signal to say, hey, build muscle, or hey, let's protect that muscle while we're losing body fat. We want to prioritize it. So that's that's the first thing. You've got to train. Now, how many times is enough training? Well, we find that three times a week is a sweet spot of training. Yeah, maybe you can get away with two for maintenance if you have longer full body sessions, you know, like 90 minutes. This would obviously be outside of a, a class environment. But for most people, three is a sweet spot. Can you do more and see faster results? Yeah, you can. Um, is that Does that work for everybody? Not necessarily. There are a lot of variables that go into it. But really what I want you to think about is when you are given an opportunity to lift weights, especially when it's outside of a workout, it's outside of intensity, lift the weights. Especially if you're comfortable with the movement, with the form, you're not worried about injury, you go ahead and push on that weight. You know, for most people, 
bench press would be a good example. Everybody can lay down and press. And yeah, there's technique to the movement. But with a spotter, you can never really push yourself a little bit more comfortably on a bench press than you could, per se, on a deadlift or a squat, right? You can't spot a deadlift. And most people, even with the spotter, aren't as comfortable on a squat. Uh, and if you're new, you definitely shouldn't be pushing that hard anyway. Um, but when you get the chance to lift, lift lift hard, right? And so the the, the relative ways you can lift harder, obviously, you can lift heavy. Um, but put your effort into it. Finish those sets. Finish a couple of sets, you know, with an, you know, eight out of 10 or nine out of 10 effort. Leave, leave the gas tank closer to empty than it is full. Because uh, once you're past the point of initially learning technique, which granted it's a process that takes time, um, you, you've got to give your body that stimulus. You've got to think to yourself, I want to build muscle. And that that is the driver for change in physique. You build muscle, you build metabolism. You build muscle, you build strength and structure. You build muscle, you build a good shape, right? You're not going to become like an over-muscular, ogre person, man or woman. You're not going to do that without some chemical help. Um but you are going to build a nice, nice physique and you're going to build a very capable body. So building muscle, when you get the chance to lift weights, you're doing, you know, multiple sets of eight reps or 10 reps or five reps or whatever it is, sometimes with tempo, sometimes without just making sure you're putting in a, a good solid effort into that is one of the things that's going to help you substantially transform your body, especially if you are newer, those newbie gains from weightlifting are significant, right? So wanting to gradually increase the load over time and just make sure that you're continuing to challenge the muscle, right? That doesn't mean going to failure or getting yourself squished with the bar, but it does mean to continue to challenge yourself to stimulate muscle growth. It is your job to build and maintain muscle. So that would be one obviously very important aspect. Now, if you're also in the workout component, right? We'll do a strength component. And then some days there's also just a workout component. Uh, some days both, <clears throat> But there are certain things in the workout that you could slow down. Or let's say there's three movements. Typically, there's one that's going to be a little bit harder and a little bit more strength basis or, or bias versus uh, you know one that's straight cardio, or one that's more skillful. So when you have the opportunity to say, hey, can I use this to challenge my muscle? Take it. Take the opportunity. Do less reps. Go a little bit slower. Add a little bit more weight, but do a little bit less. And that's a conversation that you can have with your coach or you can track yourself over time just looking at your weights. But take the opportunity to challenge the muscle. That's what helps it grow. So th that's that's really important um, in making sure you're getting the most out of your workouts. Build that muscle um, is what happens in the gym. Now, protect the muscle happens outside the gym. What do I mean by protect muscle? Well, first of all, you got to feed them. You got to feed the damn things. You got to feed them protein, right? I sit, I sit with so many people a week and whether I'm talking with them uh, just for an, a general meet and greet or goal sessions or we're doing a deep dive on nutrition, people are on average eating half of the amount of protein that they need to be eating or less than half. So if you want to build and maintain muscle, you got to feed those things. Feed them protein. That's what they like. That's what the guns like. I don't know who I am today during this podcast, but the voices are coming out. Um, so what does that mean? It means you've got to eat lean protein. If you're eating protein that's got a lot of fat in it, um, you know, like chicken thighs or ground beef or, you know, whatever has a lot of fat in it. Basically anything that's not super lean, that's white flesh for the most part has a lot of fat in it and fat's not bad, but we're thinking the whole time I'm eating a piece of meat that I'm getting protein when in reality you're getting a lot of protein and you're getting a lot of fat. And for most people, they just don't need that much fat. And what it means is they're getting full and they're eating inadequate amounts of protein. So I'm going to go down the list 
that we that we give to people of how much protein you want to eat or sort of the kinds of protein you want to eat and it's chicken breast game meat lean turkey pork tenderloin super super lean ground beef probably can't get it in canada any white fish any shellfish shrimp is amazing egg whites cottage cheese greek yogurt protein powder tuna um, there are obviously some other cuts like like I have round beef and there are certain other things that are leaner. Uh, maybe you also want to do this no dairy, but there definitely are enough items on the list that you can that you can have a great diet and not be bored and and get the lean protein you need. So that's the first thing. Eat that protein. Eat lean protein. Eat lean protein for at least two out of three meals, which I see most people doing the opposite. They're eating lean protein for maybe one meal. Um and so that's super, super important. Why do you need it? Again, you need it to build the you need it to build the muscle. Literally, that's the building block of muscle, but you also need it to maintain. So if you're if you're first of all, if you're in a fat loss phase, right? If you're wanting to lose body fat, you want to protect your muscle by lifting weights and eating protein. So with that, when your body has to decide, okay, well, what what am I gonna break down? Because that's the process. Your body's breaking down stored energy on your body. What am I gonna break down? and exhale. That's By the way, that's how you lose weight. You actually exhale it. It's pretty wild, right? Um, if you don't have enough protein, your body's going to start catabolizing muscle, eating muscle. So use your muscle, feed your muscle, and protect it. And so the great thing about lean proteins is you're going to get what you need without excess calories. So it's going to help you to lose body fat. And super lean protein is very satisfying. It's very hard to eat too many chicken breasts, you know, what if I gave you a bucket of chicken breasts versus a bu bucket of chicken nuggets or fried chicken or something like that? You could very easily eat hundreds, if not thousands of calories, uh, yeah, maybe like 1500 calories uh, very, very easily with something that was fried versus you would be eating, you know, like three, maybe 400 calories if you went hard on the stuff that was like lean and baked because your body would just say, I don't need any more of this. Um, and your body's very smart that way because it used to be very hard to get protein, we would have to sharpen a stick and run out in the woods and grunt at things and, you know, form a circle and poke that thing and then put it over a campfire, which we didn't do every day. So now your, your body is sensitive to the fact that it's hard to get protein because you're still on, on caveman wiring. So it'll shut it down sooner. So it's very satisfying. And then it also takes your body more calories to break down protein than it does other macronutrients. It's called the thermic effect of food. Is it huge? No, but is it there? Yeah. So if you're doing it consistently over time, it is beneficial. Okay. So that is you building protein or that's you building muscle in the gym. And that's you protecting muscle by making sure that you are getting an adequate amount of protein. What's the rule of thumb? One gram of protein per pound of body weight or one gram of protein per height in centimeters. Depends on who you ask, right? And there, and, and there's there's ranges, 0.8 to 1.2 per pounds. It, it, it depends on who you ask. But one gram per pound of body weight, not lean body mass, body weight, is a pretty good number for most people. So that's where I would start. And just prioritizing that in your meals is what you need to do. Now, the other part of protect your muscle would be to do a little bit of recovery work, right? If your muscle's super tight, it's actually weak and you're you're going to be experiencing joint pain typically, um, tendonitis, and then your muscle's not going to fire and function because it's so wound. Imagine a bungee cord that's just all knotted up, right? You've got this five-foot bungee cord that's supposed to stretch to 10 feet uh, and if you stretch it to 10 feet and you let it go, boom, it's got a ton of potential energy to snap back. So imagine that your muscles, that five foot bungee cord that's supposed to stretch to 10, but it's so knotted 
and twisted and tangled that's actually only a three feet cord that now stretches to three and a half feet. So when you stretch it and you release it, there's not nearly as much potential energy, right? And you also can't utilize it in the way you need to be able to as a, as, as a tool of a bungee cord to like tie something down in a truck. But you know, to the example, like if your muscles are too tight, you're not gonna be able to get into a good squat position, right? So you've got to protect your muscle by actually making sure that you are stretching and it's, and it's mobile um, and, you're, and you're healthy. So those are the all sides of it. So what I really want you to think about, whether you're on a muscle building phase, because if you're building muscle, you gotta hit the weights hard and you, gotta, you still have to eat adequate protein. You're just gonna eat excess calories to gain body mass, right? Which is hopefully muscle. Um, versus the opposite of eat adequate protein, lift weights, and <clears throat> eat a little bit less under maintenance so that you lose body fat specifically because we are protecting muscle. So really, really key point there, but the process is the same. I repeat one more time, if you want to achieve physique transformation, it is your job to build and protect muscle. And I think that's a really just useful idea um, to come in for training sessions. Why am I here? To build and protect muscle because it's going to help me ultimately achieve my goals and also keep me healthy long term. So anyway, that is it on one of the things, one of the major, if not main things you need to do to achieve physique transformation is build and protect muscle. And those are the ways in which you would do it. There are a lot more details about it um, that we could go into, but that's a general overview, which hopefully you have bound found beneficial. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the Chalky Hand Podcast. We're going to catch you on the next one.